Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Fast food. The fastest kind of food. Natalie. So fast. What is fast food? Fast food is a type of mass-produced food designed for commercial resale and with a strong priority placed on speed of service versus other relevant factors involved in culinary science. So scientifically determined proportions of salt, sugar, and fat chemically designed to make it in and make it through, baby. It is food where the priority is getting it to you as fast as possible at the expense of it being delicious or good for you. Oh, it's it's usually all right, though. It's usually fine. I always feel uh, I got to the point, you know, I used to be able to eat anything. We talked about this. We talk about this all the time, I'm sure. But you know what? I just, my whole pipes, it's like you buy an old house. The pipes inside start getting crapped up, right? They get corroded. There's just crap sitting in the pipes right, right right i can't i can't eat that stuff you know uh probably the best fast food hamburger i'm gonna start minute two i'm gonna go out minute one i'm gonna go out on a limb here best fast food burger five guys i eat that i feel like i ate a brick like i feel like i went downstairs and i chipped one off of the side of the house and i just ate it <laughs> I found a way to get it past my crumbling gray teeth, so there's no tooth pain involved. But brother, it just I slid feel right it. down your throat on a on a slide of grease. Yeah, now it's in me, and now what am I gonna do? This doesn't feel good. Now you're gonna get diarrhea from all that grease. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really, and I'm gonna clear the air here. I'm not a, a diarrhea guy. I know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm not a diarrhea head. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a big diarrhea head. <laughs> I'm not the guy that goes to get taco and then says, every time I get tacos, I get diarrhea. Because then if, if you did that, then why would you get it? You're, if that is, if, if I determine is, something gives me diarrhea, I'll stop eating it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, every, call me crazy. <laughs> everyone's pipes are different, right? It's just mostly for me. It's the it's the rumble in the tunnel. Just the it just doesn't feel good the whole time it's in there. Yeah, I get bloated. Like I feel like one of those those balloon dogs. <laughs> And then I just stay bloated, and then, and then it passes through at some point. You wake up the next day or the day after that, and you're no longer that little silver Jeff Koons boy. Right, right. I th Five Guys, in my opinion, is not the best burger. I think it is greasy. It is like, it is like I don't like stuff that is greasy. That is like something in particular that is like, whoa, to me, right? Yeah, I'm not into Five Guys. I'm going to make a very unpopular call, and I'm going to tell you that my favorite fast food burger is Burger King. That's perverted. <laughs> I also like their french fries. Deal with it. <laughs> that is some serious GoBot RC Cola uh -huh. burger flavor. That's Did you eat the extra long cheeseburger? That was always my... No, I got the extra long chicken, though. <laughs> <laughs> talked about the long chicken before that's yeah. a, that's a that's an american gem you know that <laughs> i have to say out of you know people will celebrate the kfc double down they'll go and look at the fast food menus in philippines 
or Indonesia, these places where they have very similar ideas as far as combination of salt, sugar, and fat. Animal products, vegetables, grains. Same shit we eat here, right? Yeah, right, sure. But they'll take a big chunk of pineapple and melt some American cheese on it and then squirt a bunch of mayo and you can see the mayo and everybody here will go, ooh, nasty. Right. Right? But it's the same shit. And, and you know, KFC here will put two chicken patties and say, double it down, baby. And <laughs> they'll all do these bizarre fast food things to get attention. Arby just did something that's called Mountain of Meat, right? And so that blew through. That was a one-day trending topic. People talked about that. I on, Honestly, I don't have any time for, like, these marketing strategies. I don't want to participate. I don't even want to talk about companies and, like, what they're marketing. <laughs> Dude, I refuse, to, I refuse to watch ad. Even if you're going to, like, make me watch ad, you know what I will do? I will sit there and I will turn my, like, ADHD brain on. I will go into a very short space out and, like, stare into mid-space and, like, blur my vision slightly. So I don't even fucking recognize that I'm watching anything at all. Fuck it. You should. <laughs> I'm going to fucking go. I'm going to put this shit on fucking sleep for a minute. <laughs> they, they don't have any right to your cognitive no. processes. No. And you know what? You could be you could be 20, 30, 40 years old and you still remember some little commercial songs you heard. You think about it. When I was in Cincinnati, there was a guy named Tom Raper RV. That's how fucked advertising is. There's a guy who's literally named Raper and he's... <laughs> Making a bunch of money, selling RVs, using his name. Right. Like, fuck it. My ads are good enough. Come right. to me. Tom Raper. <laughs> well, he's, you know, everyone's going to because they're like, did you see that Raper guy? <laughs> That's fucked up. Everyone's talking about him. He's automatically like the number one name in RV sales. But we didn't talk about him. Nobody talked about him. Nobody even mentioned his name. We have, like, Central Ohio, we had, what's his face? Reichert. Reichert. He was always on TV, and then there was that urban legend about Reichert <laughs> that is, like, one of my favorite urban legends ever. Okay, so, okay, if you're not from Central Ohio, which I imagine the vast majority are not, of you are not from Central Ohio, but those of you that are, are hey, what's up, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you're not from Central Ohio, Fred Reichert's a car dealership guy, and he has an ac acoustic guitar, and he sings about the car deals on his commercials and it is like back in the day it was on constantly 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 and there was a urban legend that his wife caught him cheating on her and so she handcuffed him to the bed and stuck a curling iron in his butt and then plugged it in <laughs> <laughs> And it was my favorite urban legend ever. And I'm pretty sure that they eventually addressed the urban legend and said that it did not happen. Oh, well, yeah. But that's what yeah. that's what I would say, too, if I had a curling iron up my butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I would say also what a what a great way to show the power of memes that he had to come out and talk about his ass and putting curling irons in his ass. He had to make a press release and say it didn't happen. Right. So... You know, you create this and then you force you force that person to come out and deny it, thereby perpetuating the rumor. That's what they used to call that the Streisand effect, when she told people not to look at her house and everybody said, I'm looking at your house. 
<laughs> right, right. But fuck ads. You know why fuck ads? Because they will create fake songs that stay in your head your whole life. They stole part of your brain. They took advantage of your brain's pattern-seeking behavior, and they took your hard drive space. Yeah. You could have used that to play violin. Can you play violin? No. I can't play violin. No. We're dealing. <laughs> I can tell you the phone number for Best Western from early 80s. Right. <laughs> oh. All of this real estate, all of this real estate, and it works the same way that the chorus in a song does. You, let's say you're in Chicago, uh, 1986, and you're watching Doctor Who, right? Very boring show, right? If you like it, it's fine. You can like boring stuff. Very boring show. They're drudging around, oh, right? Just yeah, doing right. their little thing. It's like, not my shit, right? Right. <laughs> and, of course, 1986... Chicago, Doctor Who was the broadcast intrusion, the Max Headroom broadcast intrusion. And the perpetrators of that were never caught. But let's say you're watching Doctor Who on another day. Well, you might have four commercial breaks because in a 30 minute show, you've got 22 minutes of commercials or in an hour long show, you've got 16 minutes of commercials, right? Because mm -hmm. you've got in, in 30 minutes, you've got 22 minutes of show, eight minutes of commercials. Right. Hour-long segment, you have 44 minutes of show, 16 minutes of commercials. So in a half hour, you might have four commercial breaks. In an hour, you might have seven or eight commercial breaks. Mm -hmm. And if there's something playing heavily, if summer is just beginning, if school just let out, and they're going to run ads for Splashtown, in an hour, you might see three ads. You might even see six ads for Splashtown. Right. Imaginary, imaginary water park I just made up, right? Splashtown. But if it had a song, come on down to the Splash Town, you would remember it. Yeah. You would, if they sang 1-800-GET-YOUR-ASS-WET, they would, you would remember it. 1-800-GET-YOUR-ASS-WET. You would remember it. Right. It would keep going. Uh-huh, forever. And you would remember that better than Doctor Who, because Doctor Who only happened once. That's a linear story. If Doctor Who came back and every eight minutes he turned to the camera and he goes, and that's how you get your ass wet. <laughs> You'd remember that, sucker. Right. <laughs> anyway, this is all to say that the extra long cheeseburger is probably the most amazing, conceptually amazing menu item that's ever been put on a fast food menu because it's so stupid. No, 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 no. The king. It's, it's so stupid. It's just a longer hamburger. No. The king of stupid fast food items, which... Also was one of my favorite fast food items I used to get when I would go to this restaurant was White Castle's chicken rings. <laughs> Just like the onion rings, but they formed them into into rings, but they were like chicken tendies, right? Yeah, ch uh, chicken tender rings, yes. Like chicken nuggets with holes in the middle of them. <laughs> I mean, that... you. You do have to give them credit. That's a way to increase the surface area of chicken nuggets. Mm -hmm. It's like a donut, a donut format. I've seen them. I just think, you know, chicken rings. That's like oh, chicken wings or like onion rings. Like that is why would you just chicken rings? Whenever I say chicken rings, always makes me feel like I'm stupid. Like <laughs> chicken rings makes me feel like I'm being like no winkles. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no think, no sad chicken rings. <laughs> yeah. We were talking the other the other day. We were talking about the cycles of the moon. Every uh, twenty eight days, the moon cycles: full moon, new moon, waxing moon, and here's where they get you: waning moon. <laughs> waning, <laughs> waning gibbet. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, so I, uh, ever since then, I keep, every few days, I'll ask Natalie what the phase of the moon is. Because, like, once a month, it's really funny. (laughs) So, um, fast food, conceptually, uh, was made up to accommodate a bunch of people who needed to eat real fast. People who were traveling through areas and people who were working and only had a little bit of time to eat. Right? And they didn't have time to go home and eat something or to go to a public house and sit down and have a meal. Right? Yeah. So they invented this idea of come and get your slop. And they based the entirety on the entire concept of it hinges on the idea that people will not be inconvenienced by having to wait at all for their food. That is the only thing that that their operation is based on. And so... You have different types of fast food where you will have stuff that is like burgers and fries where it's like real fast. It's real fast from the cook it. Yeah. And they can have most of the parts done. They just throw it together when you come. So it's like fresh, but it takes them 10 seconds to do it, right? And there's also fast food places where they have pre-cooked meals and you just go and pick it up like Little Caesars, right? Oh, oh, do they pre-cook their... Like they'll have like pizzas all cooked up and they'll you just grab one. Oh, is that why it's hot and ready? Yeah. That's their whole thing? Right. Okay. Right. I haven't had Little Caesars in a long time, not since I was a kid. When I was a kid, we would have Little Caesars all the time. Like, that was where we got pizza from. And we always called it Little Skeezers. <laughs> <laughs> and I will always call it Little Skeezers for the rest of my life now. <laughs> but, uh, so you have... Little skeezers, you have Boston Market, like go pick up a chicken, right? And that is fast food also, but is that is different than like burgers and fries, right? So it could be cooked fast or it could be cooked ahead of time and what then a, directly shot into your face. What about a Chinese buffet? That's you, it's already pre-cooked and it's already there, but you do sit down there and eat it. You don't really, I guess you could get buffet to go. Is Chinese buffet fast food? I don't think, I haven't seen anything in my research to suggest that a buffet is fast food because it is, that is like you would sit down and eat like at a restaurant. So Golden Corral is is, is technically slow food. Yeah. Uh, The idea with the fast food is that it is like take, it's like generally takeout or to go. Like you could theoretically eat your, your burger and fries at a, at a booth, but that's not usually what happens. My dad used to like to go and he would go and get McDouble and he would go and just sit in McDonald's by himself in the booth and eat McDouble. I think that's a very old man thing. That's to a do. very old man activity. Yeah, definitely. Actually, uh, you know, it's very funny because I know you once told me that when you were a kid, you know, everybody has their first word, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has their first word. It's the first word you say. If you talk at all, you have a first word. You might not know what it is, but you had one. And reportedly, your first word was... McDonald's. McDonald's. 
That's powerful. <laughs> Let me tell you something powerful. Now, I was never a big McD head, right? I always, I would, I would go Wendy's. I would go Taco Bell. Wendy's. <laughs> Waning gibbous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would I would have my picks. Everybody has their picks. Um, but my my dad had uh you know, he was in his late seventies and he had an acute stroke. Uh and it just completely he couldn't talk at all. He couldn't talk and couldn't write. So they gave him drugs and they they did all this stuff with him and he finally recovered. And his first word he said coherently was McDouble. <laughs> And I mean, I'm not, it's just testament to just how far these corporations have wormed their way inside of our mind. Now, do I think he genuinely loved McDouble? Yes. Yes. You can, <laughs> you can love something and hate capitalism. Mm -hmm. If you get something and you put it in your body, it is inalienable that you own it. It's your burger. Right. You love the burger, so you ate it, and now the burger is you. Huh. Okay? Y capitalism can be bad, and you can still eat food. It's like the argument, well, if you don't... Oh, you're a socialist, huh? Well, I see you over there eating food. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yes. Right. I think the human love of just concentrated salt, sugar, and fat is just truly universal to the fact that humans when presented with the opportunity to say something for the first time, reach for the big M. <laughs> right. Give me french fries, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they used to cook them in beef tallow. Yeah. They used to be beefy fries. They were really good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they used to be good. Rip. So uh, eating fast food has been linked to, among other things... Cardiovascular disease, colorectal cancer, obesity, high cholesterol, insulin resistance, and depression. So we're going to talk today about fast food places. Is de Do you get depression from the fast food or do you have depression and then you're like, man, I'm not walking around and fucking cooking for an hour. You know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. It's like, when it comes to depression, I feel like a lot of things are a cycle. Like, you get depressed and you start eating more fast food, and then the fast food starts making you feel shitty and get more depressed. And so you're more depressed, and so you're more likely to go eat some more fast food. And then eating that fast food is going to make you more depressed. Yeah. And so both behaviors will reinforce the other. Yeah. Kind of peanut butter and jelly there, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how they get you. <laughs> you know, I just, I'll tell you, you know who I just, I don't have a good feeling about is that Morgan Spurlock. Do you remember back during Bush years, he did that supersize me? Uh, he was smug as a bug in a rug. <laughs> he was smug. <laughs> I feel like when people criticize fast food, they leave out... Uh, they leave out a whole very lot, which is that a lot of people in a lot of areas, particularly in the city, don't have places they can shop and buy fresh food. People who are working a full-time job and taking care of kids or people who are working two jobs don't have the time to go pick out fresh produce 
and bring it home and just chop it up while looking out the window into the fucking ocean or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People have lives to lead. There are things called food deserts, right? There are several areas here in just in Columbus where it is hard to get to a grocery store. I know particularly on the Near East Side, in the university area, in the hilltop area here in Columbus, you can't get to a fucking grocery store. Mm -hmm. They're just too far away because grocery stores won't put shit there because they won't make enough money. Mm -hmm. That's capitalism, baby. Mm -hmm. And also, like, people who criticize people who eat fast food a lot also neglect to realize that a lot of people work, like you're saying, work two jobs. And also that cooking food is a skill. Absolutely. And it requires, like, a base knowledge of how food works and how cooking works and so not only do you have to invest the time into improving your skills in order to have food that is good like it is you don't have the time to make something that is good when you're working two jobs you have enough time to make something that's going to take 20 minutes whether 20 minutes is driving to wendy's or making a box of macaroni and cheese well yeah Yeah, and I think that the people that go out and they're like, well, the fast food companies are killing Americans. No, the fucking... Capitalist society is killing uh, Americans. The idea of capitalism is what's killing people and making us sick. You know, you take that part of your brain where you got all the ads for everything. What could you put in your brain? What have you forgotten I feel like every year that ticks on, I remember less of the faces and the the sounds that my friends and family who have died would make when they laughed or they called my name, right? Mm-hmm. This is hard drive space. I've only got so much, and I'm not that smart. I wasn't starting with an enormous amount of it. Yeah. And part of it is Tom Raper RV. I have Tom Raper in my head instead of my grandma laughing. That's fucked. You can't, <laughs> you can't point at a guy working two jobs and be like, you're fat. Why don't you not eat burger? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so, you know what? I'm so enti- insanely tired of classist people and classism and and people just any chance they have to put themselves above other people they will take it and it is always like on some classist bullshit like making fun of people for being poor i cannot (laughs) i cannot abide people and i mean i understand everybody feels bad especially this past year this past year has been awful for basically everybody except the super rich they've profited neatly Mm -hmm. everybody feels bad everybody wants to feel better and we were talking about this earlier today nobody has the tools to make themselves feel better themselves because those don't let anybody else profit. If you are at home and you meditate and you feel better, you meditate, you contemplate, you have your own private rituals, you have your things you do to quiet your mind and enjoy your life. It's your life, you should enjoy it. Take time for yourself. I don't mean saying playing video games is self-care. That doesn't count. That's not contemplative. And you're not connecting with the interior of your own self. Right. 
you need to have some time in your life where you're not just filling your mind with advertising and content that companies make to pump into your face. And the, yeah, and the... You need to know what it's like to just be inside your own head and to be quiet. Absolutely. Absolutely. And nobody else profits when you do that. No one's ever going to get ad space when you're fucking meditating. No one ever is going to. No. The only reason why society says it's okay to jack off is because they show you ads while you're doing it. Right. Right. They can't show you ads when your eyes are closed, baby. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So... This kind of comes ties in now then to the original history of fast food where it became a thing in ancient Rome and prop maybe before then but it was made mainly a function of urbanization. So suddenly you have all these people living in a small area and in Rome in particular they had like apartment buildings. Yeah. And so it was not easy for all of those people to be cooking their meals all the time. There were issues with space. Like their apartments did not have room for every for everyone's apartment to have somewhere to cook. There were issues with the cost of fuel, like the amount of fuel you would need to boil something. Or the amount of fuel you would need to roast something for like an extended period of time is cost prohibitive. Yeah. And then there's also safety concerns with it where you don't want to have an apartment building with 50 different families living in it all cooking with hot oil over open flames and then burning the apartment building down and destroying like 25 families. Well, yeah, and nothing was fireproof back then. They didn't have fireproof foam and metal girders and stuff. Everything was (laughs) made out of sticks and stones. Right, right. And so the thing was with, like, the working class people and the proletariat, whatever you want to fucking call them back then, they would buy their food prepared already. They would have stands where you can go and buy, like, prepared grain or, like, meat or whatever the fuck. And then you would bring it home and then you would, like, have your bread and you would slap it together at home. Right. One of the things they just recently found in the ruins of Pompeii Mm -hmm. was a street food stand. And they did the classic trick, we just talked about this recently, of going and analyzing what was on the pottery. Right? You go and you get any ancient vessel and you kind of dig into the surface and you see what kind of molecules they got. Mm -hmm. And of course, when uh, Vesuvius blew, when was that, 77? Something like that, yeah. When Vesuvius exploded and just buried this town of Pompeii, a lot of this stuff was preserved. And so they found a little street food stand that had these bowls and they were serving a couple different meats and one of them was dog. (laughs) Yeah. So the the old Romans, street food, <laughs> stop by the street food stand, get a little bit of dog. I mean, meat was meat back then, though. You have a lot of people to feed, and you don't have, like, as many advancements with, with farming and stuff. And You have to feed people. Meat is meat, man. You can't get sentimental when people are hungry. And also at that time, I mean, and you'll still see this in a lot of different countries around the world. Hey, if you drive around on Google Street View, you see wild dogs Mm -hmm. just out eating scraps and stuff. I'm sure if there were wild dogs roaming around Rome, right? Mm -hmm. When in Rome, you roaming around, you would probably want to get a hold of the wild dogs. I'm not saying it's great. I love dogs. 
but you would get a hold of the dog and be like, quit eating my meat at my meat stand. I'm going to eat your ass. Right, right. Um, in Rome, what they would do is they would have bread and wine for breakfast or for snacks. And then they would have like vegetables and stews and stuff that were served out of establishments where you can just have like ready-made stuff. And that was like the main way that they went about eating in china they had stands where they sold fried dough and soup and buns and all kinds of stuff that is like really similar to the kind of stuff they have now still yeah they had uh fast food establishments in baghdad where they sold like beans and processed starches and stuff that people would just take home and eat um and then in the middle ages like all all the different towns in the middle ages they would have people who would have stands where they would just like make one individual thing like the bread guy and the pie guy okay yeah the chicken leg guy kind of almost like a little artisanal market Mm -hmm. like we have at the north market down here yeah yeah only they probably didn't wash their hands as much (laughs) (laughs) but the one common thing with all of these establishments in in history like before modern fast food was that the reason that people were buying their food in this way is because it was not feasible for them to be cooking at home either because of space issues or costs of fuel or whatever the hell it just was not cooking at home was not something that was accessible to the lower classes of people and so they had to have these these kind of setups to feed people who weren't able to cook for themselves so in essence what you're saying is any kind of society where people are living in any kind of density requires that you have common food establishments right requires that you essentially have fast food right so it's not a modern it it's not really a modern invention. No, no. And and like when that, when we started, I was like there's evidence of them doing it in ancient Rome, but they were probably doing it before then. They were probably doing it like always. Anywhere you you would have a bunch of people together, it's easier to just cook your food together. Right. And then just like you want a little bit, here you go, and then you don't have to worry about procuring a whole pig and this and that, you know, you compile your ingredients, you make one mass of food and you, and you distribute it. Well, especially at the time you'd think most, uh, nobody had refrigeration in their home. Mm-hmm. So if you were to get food and cook it and then you had leftovers, you just let it rot. Right. If you were to buy some meat from the market, the meat already might be rotten. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like, there's all kinds of reasons why you'd want to do that. You, that's like not... The idea of it being like a luxury or whatever is like is not true, right? It's a, yeah. it's a necessity in a society once you're once you have it above a certain density. It just doesn't make sense to have everybody cooking all the time. Sure, it's not uh, energy efficient. It's dangerous and it doesn't work out, right? So, what we're talking about modern fast food, though. Modern fast food started in the mid eighteen hundreds when areas that were like by the ocean would be bringing in all kinds of fish like all day long right Uh and so they started having these stands pop up along the shore where they would just cook the fish immediately and people would come and grab some for lunch i bet that would be good though and that was the start of when they started having fish and chip shops in england okay and so that was like the advent of modern fast food 
where they have like one thing that is like fried and it's like real quick and you just go and it's like yeah and they that was probably they would wrap it in the newspaper at the time wasn't that the original yeah. idea with right. fish and chips right and fish and chips was a hit they started they started selling that in 1860 by 1910 there were 25,000 fish and chip shops in the UK Jesus Christ so it took off really fast and you know, when you have fast food places, some places take off and some places do not take off. Yeah. Uh-oh. Sometimes you have a fast food restaurant and it doesn't do that good. And then your fast food restaurant fails. And then you have a quiz. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I have a list of a bunch of failed fast food restaurants. I'm going to name it, and you tell me what kind of food they had there. Okay. All right. First one, Amici's Drive-In. Oh, Drive-In? Probably hot dogs and hamburgers. That sounds very American. Burgers and sandwiches. Uh, BBF. Uh, wasn't BBF around here? That was, like, just down on Riverside. Wasn't that Burger Boy? It was burgers. It was called Buddy Boy or something. Burger Boy Foodorama. Burger Boy Foodorama. That's awesome. <laughs> that is fucking, that's like Fallout America. Uh, Noggles. N-A, it might not, I might not be pronouncing it right. N-A-U-G-L-E-S. It's either Noggles or Nogles. Uh, uh shit. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. Diner food. Sandwiches. Uh. Tacos and burgers. Tacos and burgers? <laughs> I bet they were both great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Red Barn. Now, I, when I think of Red Barn, it makes me think of Po Folks, which is also a mostly failed restaurant chain. I'm going to say fried chicken. I will give you credit for it. They had burgers, chicken, and fish. But I saved a picture of their mascot because I wanted to show it to you during the episode. They had... A uh, mascot called Chicken Hungry. That is the most dystopian looking shit I've ever seen. Show it to me without showing me the quiz here. Oh my god. He's like anthropomorphic chicken leg. But Oh, he is the chicken leg. Yeah, I was going to say his, his top of him looks like an ass, but that's the chicken. But then he's got sort of a dog nose. He looks kind of like Rolf from mm -hmm. The Muppets. Yeah. And then he's got a big grimace-shaped body that says chicken hungry on him but he is the chicken and you're hungry uh -huh. for him but he is chicken hungry as well uh -huh. mm -hmm. just classic right classic who is the chicken really <laughs> right <laughs> the training table that is an awful name for a restaurant was this a chain uh-huh they're the, all fast food restaurants the training table uh-huh what would you train on a table <laughs> um I mean, uh, I don't, burgers. They all sell burgers. <laughs> burgers. They, <laughs> Gourmet burgers. Hold on. These have all been burgers. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Give me the next one. Lums. Burgers. <laughs> no. Lums is beer steamed hot dogs. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you scantron. It's just like. It's just like on the Scantron. <laughs> when you're doing it, you're real careful and you get like five letter B's in a row on the multiple choice. And you're like, now one of those is going to be not B. Yeah. L lum? How do you spell lum? L-U-M. 
L-U-M, and they did what? They heated beer until it evaporated, and they put the hot dogs in that? Beer-steamed hot dogs. That's the only information you have. Mm -hmm. And now it's the only information I have. Well, okay. All right. La petite boulangerie. What's a boulangerie? If I told you, then you would know what it is. Oh, yeah, I know. I know you would. Uh, I, I don't know. Soup. Bread. It's a bakery. Oh. Fast bakery, like kind of like Panera. Oh. Okay. Okay. Horn and hard art. Hard arc? <laughs> hard art. Could, would you spell that, please? H-A-R-D-A-R-T. I feel like I'm in the script spelling spelling bee. Can hard you, art. Can you please use <laughs> horn and hard art in the sentence? <laughs> I went to have lunch at horn and hard art. <laughs> Uh, uh, pretzels. No. It sounds German. It's an automat. Oh, God. Is that the one where you like, where it's like vending machines? No, it's like one where you go in and it's like a room and it has like a bunch of doors like all over all the walls. And then there's like different stuff in each of them. Like one of them might have a sandwich with some French fries. One of them might have like a burger. One might have a bowl of soup. One might have like a piece of lasagna. And you just like stick quarters in it and then, and then open the door and pull the plate out. That's also a very fallout type thing, right? Uh, are there people in the back just cooking new yeah. ones? Uh-huh. And then they, they I guess they refill the slots when they got emptied. Man, that's rough. I think really we figured out back then that people didn't really totally like there are some people that would prefer no human contact, no talk to neighbor, no talk in restaurant. Sit quiet, only eat, go home, no winkles. <laughs> yeah, right. There's some, no, some people prefer that, and that's fine, but that's not the majority of people. And if you're only, if you're only, you know, courting a very small percentage of the people in the world, it's hard to imagine you could succeed at that. Right, right. I kind of think that I would like to go to an automat, but I don't know that they still have them anymore. Yeah, that's that's what I meant, is you would like to go somewhere and not talk to somebody. No, I would like to go for the novelty of, like, looking in all the doors and seeing what they have and, like, picking it out and, like, being like, look what I got. What did you get? I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like... The novelty of it. That's why I like going to the cafeteria. There's, like, a very old-style cafeteria over here, and you go, and they have, like lemon meringue pie they have like liver and onions yeah they have liver and onions they have cornbread they have just stuff you're not gonna get at a regular place and then you go and you oh what did you get right (laughs) but it's all i got the filet of sole and the stuffed chicken breast (laughs) (laughs) it's all weird shit blue jello i got the cucumber (laughs) and cream cheese it's like blue jello and like fruit salad. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure grandma food. It's they absolutely do, grandma food. They do a they do a good job and you can you can pick out stuff that doesn't seem too terrible. Okay, what well, I, I did you got okay. Four. I sh- you got four out of eight, so you got a F. I should have just gone straight burgers all the way through. <laughs> I should have started and finished with the burgers. I, w- I think that would have got me closer. But you know what? It's you, you started getting cocky with the burgers, and then as soon as you made the burger connection, you started guessing burgers for everything, and nothing after that was burgers. So after World War One, everyone came back, and they're like, let's get cars. That's going to make us feel better about all that killing we just did. And they all got cars, and then they invented drive-in restaurants. And drive-through restaurants. 
and the intersection of eating and driving <laughs> yeah. occurred. Yeah. Now the car is the eating and the eating is the car and we are doing the both. Yeah, the car is the restaurant. Car is the place to eat. You know, that's, I never, I guess it wasn't novel to me because I grew up, you know, mostly in the 80s with the idea that, I mean, you could eat wherever you wanted. You just eat, right? And always for me, the idea of getting food and just sitting in your car and eating the food in your car was just, it's possible physically, Mm -hmm. but it's something you just only do. There's something inherently sad about the idea. I don't know what it is. Even if you're stopping somewhere on a road trip, right? There's a sadness in it. It's like we're going somewhere. We're on the move. We do not have time to even get out of the car and sit down somewhere else and then clean up and go sit back down in our car, right? Uh The idea of specifically going somewhere to drive in and eat in your car galls me so much that we drove up to some new place up here. It was just a burger place, Natalie and I. And this was, at this point, over a year ago. But it could have been yesterday. It could have been six years ago because time... (laughs) Is no longer real. <laughs> We've become unstuck. <laughs> and as I'm sure I've said before, spoiler alert, time never was real. But we went there and we were going to go in the restaurant and we got stopped by somebody. And they said, this is a drive-in. Can I take your order? I kind of looked at Natalie and I was like, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to. <laughs> like... Just, I, I wasn't rude to the guy. I was like, I, you know, I didn't know what was going on here. I'm sorry. I don't think I want to. It just not right now. It's just sometimes, you know, sometimes you're watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. And then they start to sing. Oh, what's this thing over here? I think I'm going to sing about it. And then you're like, uh, uh, I've been sitting here a while, whatever. And then there's some days where you're just like, no, no. Like, you see the dog about to shit on the rug. No. No. Stop it. No, not now. No. You don't know what my day has been like. Just stop. Don't sing. No drive-in. No shit on the rug. No musical. No. No musical. Unless you're talking about this musical. (laughs) Is it a double quiz? Are we doing two yes. quizzes? Yes, yes, bitch. Is this my punishment for yes, getting... Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> punishment quiz. Let's, let's go ahead. <laughs> no, this is like to make up for me not make, not giving you a quiz the last few ones. Like, I haven't been giving you quizzes that often. So this is like, you, you need to catch up. All right, pile it on, pile it on. Ooh. I wow. have, okay. I have a list of 15... I want the top 10 fast food restaurants. I, I, I make, what? I, I want to show you how my list is. It is the top 10 restaurants quiz, but I have a list of 15 restaurants. Godspeed. Wow. <laughs> Why do you have 15? I don't know. Chaos quiz. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> 15. Top 10 fast food restaurants. Uh, McDonald. Number one. King of... Fast food restaurants. Subway. Vice King of fast food restaurants. Oh, is that number two? Yeah. Subway is where you go to eat if you eat have fresh. if you have a job. Yeah. We were talking about it in the Discord recently. I have a my I have a very unpopular opinion about Subway, and that is that my favorite sub at Subway is the tuna one. Ooh, huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's 
<laughs> that's a that's a rough sandwich out of everything you could have yeah. picked. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that. Uh let's let me think here. Uh I got I got the first two in order, yeah. so now I'm feeling like I, I gotta keep it up. Thirteen more to go. Uh Wendy's. Number four is Wendy's. Ah, damn it. Taco Bell. Number six is Taco Bell. Uh, does Starbucks count? Number three is Starbucks. Mm, Chipotle. Not on the list. Really? This wow. is according to Business Insider. If you're wondering whose list it, I'm using. It, it doesn't matter. The, it, the pedigree of this data is not really that <laughs> no. important to me. <laughs> <laughs> If you had acquired this data from a more reputable source. <laughs> I'm just saying it might not be reputable. <laughs> Arby's. Number 14. 14. Yikes. Number 14 out of the top 10 fast food restaurants. <laughs> That's like outer space yeah. down there in the ranking. How? Let me see Burger King. Number five. Cinco. I think Burger King had chicken fries. Burger King did have chicken fries. Never, never had them. They're similar to chicken rings. I'm just, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like the lady in the meme who is seeing all the equations. <laughs> I'm seeing all the fast food, but I'm like, no, it's not good enough. No, it's only a regional chain. <laughs> Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's number eight. Gosh, what else is left? I, f I feel like I nailed all the main ones. How many do I have left in the top 10? One? Two left in the top 10? Um, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven left in the top 15, God. top 10. <laughs> the math on this one. <laughs> uh, Dairy Queen? Oh, not even in the top 15 of the top 10. Stop. First of the day, except for the last quiz you took. You got some yes. earths on that one. Shh. <laughs> uh, how about if you put Hardee's and Carl Jr. together? Because that's the same restaurant, but it's two different names. Is that on the list? No. Because <sighs> they're regional. God damn it. <laughs> we got one regional on here, though. Really? Yeah. Waffle House. No, it's not that. God damn Waffle it. Waffle House, you go in and sit down and you get it scrambled and scattered. That's not fast but food, But they're baby. so fast when they do it and they always serve fast. it with a smile. It's not fast food, though. It's, it's, it's smile, like Benny's. It's smile food. Yeah. Waffle House is fantastic. I haven't had Waffle House in a long time. I'm probably never going to have it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, I probably eat my last Waffle House. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, th I think, uh, well, five guys? That's not going to be on the list. No. That's not popular enough. I think I'm probably done. I think I did well enough. You, you did all right. Um, you got one, two, six, seven, eight out of 15, which is a, a false. Idea. How many did I get out of the top 10? Um, seven. Okay. That's a D minus, baby. <laughs> Let's hear which, what did I miss? Number seven, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. 
Number nine, KFC. Oh, damn it. Number 10, Chick-fil-A. Number 11, Sonic. Number 12 is Domino's. Okay. 13 is Panera. And 15 is Jack in the Box. Oh, wow. Okay, so I didn't think Jack in the Box would be on there. Because of regional, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Chick-fil-A is not even very good. There's no reason for anybody to eat there, whether they want to prove a point or not. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beg to differ with you in that I had Chick-fil-A for the first time. My sister had her kid's birthday party catered by Chick-fil-A. And I had never had Chick-fil-A before. And I thought that their chicken nuggets were the most delicious chicken nuggets I'd ever had at a fast food restaurant. And I was... Um, sad to, to taste how great they were and i still am not going to buy any chick-fil-a so i will say that i enjoyed it quite a bit but i'm still not going to give my money to chick-fil-a yeah i i had it a couple times at the mall and i was like it's fine the chicken nuggets man the chick-fil-a chicken nuggets that's what they were having because it was a toddler's party yeah they're a delight yeah just do the just i think you're allowed to eat it as long as you do something penance yeah yeah, you just can't do something to cancel it out. You have to, like, give an equal amount to Planned Parenthood or something. You have Four dollars? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twice as much. You have to get eight dollars of Planned Parenthood. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's so messy. We're trying to do carbon offsets on Chick-fil-A. Let's... <laughs> I'm not going to buy Chick-fil-A. Just skip it. I'm really good at not buying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I know where there is a Chick-fil-A. Uh so, did you know that in 1970, Americans spent $6 billion on fast food? Okay. In 2020, they expect that the spending to, was going to be over $223 billion. Yeah, it's because money's worth more now. Yeah, and people eat more fast food because they're... Struggling. Struggling, yeah. They're struggling, yeah. I imagine that. It's probably even more than that because they were projecting, this was old fact list, I'm sure. They were yeah. projecting that 2020 was going to be $223 billion, but they weren't seeing that pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in 1970, people's options included Burger Boy Foodorama. <laughs> Red uh, Barn. Lums <laughs> and Red Barn. <laughs> and now we have... Uh, Burger King, McDonald's, White Castle. Doesn't that just make you wanna? Doesn't that make you wanna do just an elementary school patty cake? Burger King, White Castle, Taco Bell, Chicken Ring. <laughs> <laughs> like a little pat, pat round the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Pat, pat round the back. <laughs> Yeah, right, man. Did you know that every month, nine out of ten American children go to McDonald's? Wow. They demand it, though. I mean, that that was even when I was a kid. That was the ultimate prize. Right. I remember being in first grade, and they plied us with McDonald's, and everybody was like, wow. And I was like, oh, you guys haven't had this? And they're like, no, we've had it all the time. We love McDonald's. I was like, I, I mean... I can go home, and if my parents have two bucks, I can get McDonald's. Like, that's the burgers were like 49 cents. Right, right. I, yeah, I... And then we had the thing at school, and they got us McDonald's, and they didn't even give us any fucking fries. Yeah, that's fucked. 
Because the fries were the thing. The old school McDonald's, you get the little hamburger. Just mm-hmm. It was just called hamburger. Yeah. You would get that, and then they would... They gave us orange drink, and that was okay. That was a good consolation prize. The orange drink was pretty good, but the no fries. Fucked. Fucked. I'm sorry, but no fries. You pay to go to school, and all you get is free hamburger. Right. Well, Nona doesn't like McDonald's. And she also makes it a point whenever we drive by McDonald's being, to be like, you know, I don't really like McDonald's. God. <laughs> still, yeah. Yeah, we're still working on the on the... You know, trying to make her aware of being a part of review culture. Right, right. You know, not everything No one needs- cares, like, what you don't like. <laughs> well, that's true. You know how I put, you know, the idea that nobody cares about your thoughts. So that's, that's true for everybody. Nobody cares about your thoughts. Nobody cares about my thoughts. Even if somebody wants to listen to my thoughts, they don't really care about that I have the thoughts. Right. Right? But what I like to say is you don't have to review everything. <laughs> you know what I would like to review, though? Sausage McGriddle. <laughs> Sausage McGriddle, is that your number one fast food That item? is my guilty pleasure where I love them. And every, like year or two i will get an early morning hair appointment or something like that and i'll have to you know how i'm a princess and so i had to drive like two towns over to get my hair done so it's like a road trip right yeah i get an early morning hair appointment and so i have to hit the road very rarely like once 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 a year once every two years it's like not that often i will treat myself to a McGriddle and so what? and a hash brown, and I'm like, oh, this is so delicious. I I know why I don't ever get this because this is so delicious. If I got if I let myself get this, I would eat this all the time. No, what happens is I eat it, and then an hour later, my guts feel so fucking awful that I wish I was dead, and that is why I only get it every two years. <laughs> well, yeah. It is like the worst, grossest stomach feeling ever. But so it's like you're gonna barf or shit. And you said you get, <laughs> and you said you always get it before a hair appointment. Yeah. So you're sitting there under the blanket. Uh, right. <laughs> it doesn't give me the farts. It makes me wish I was dead. It makes me feel like I have a cinder block in my guts, and it makes me like feel like I have like bad reflux, and it makes my stomach feel disgusting. Oh yeah, that. Oh. oh, that's the Five Guys feeling for me. It's like probably about once a year, I'll go and get that burger, and I don't do it up with the bacon and stuff. I'll skip. I'll skip the cheese. Right. I just want the juicy burger, and I'll get the jalapenos. I'll get some mustard on there. Right. I'll get some pickles. I get like all the good toppings, the onions and stuff, and I have that, and I have about five fries, and I'm like, man, every single time, man. So good. Why don't we get this more often? And then, like two hours later, right? <sighs> Gut hill. Just, just can't do it. Just can't do it. Sucks ass. But did you know that Coca Cola and Pepsi are sold in every country except for North Korea? Sounds about right. It's that non-specific satiation. I love non-specific satiation. <laughs> Random inconsistent reward <laughs> is my favorite kind. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can't get enough of this chemically designed non-specific satiation. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Sometimes it feels great. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, did you know that the name Salisbury Steak was something that they made up so they would not have to say hamburger during World War One because of the Germans? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's exactly like Freedom Fries. Yeah. That would be like if we still called them Freedom Fries. Yeah. That's extremely stupid because... But we made Salisbury steak like a totally different entree. Yeah, because a hamburger... Now, in my opinion, a, hamber- a hamburger is ground beef. Mm-hmm. And the less you handle it, the better it's going to be because you destroy the texture. Yeah. When you grind the beef, you, you really you break down so much of the structure of the meat that if you really handle it and you really squish it very much, you destroy the texture uh-huh. and it doesn't retain the juices and it doesn't have the same taste. Mm-hmm. When you take hamburger and you put an egg in it and you mix it up and you throw spices in there and you put shit in the burger, when you put shit in the burger, it's not a hamburger anymore. It's a meatball. You have meatball texture. And here's the difference. The hamburger you cook dry. You cook a hamburger dry and hot. Mm-hmm. That is why that's a hamburger. And you don't put breadcrumbs in it. You don't put anything in it. A Salisbury steak, which is a type of meatball, because you're going to mix ketchup, Worcestershire, breadcrumbs, mustard, whatever uh-huh. else in there. Uh-huh. That's a meatball. You're going to cook that wet. Uh-huh. You cook meatballs wet, whether you're making Swedish meatballs or spaghetti and meatballs, you cook the meatballs wet because that is what you need for the for the texture and for your inclusions you have mixed in there with your meat. Mm-hmm. But Salisbury steak, I mean, I think it got a bad rap because that's one of those old people foods like liver and onions. Salisbury steak is crazy good if you make it yourself. Mm-hmm. And which is not to say that you can get Salisbury steak at Burger King. Right. You get the you get any kind of ground beef, some ground sirloin or whatever if you really want to go fancy and you get some breadcrumbs. You know, follow the recipe. Fucking Google it. It's Salisbury steak. It's extremely good. Right. You just gotta you just gotta cook it right. You know what? They'll tell you just throw those onions in and just kinda cook them. No, fuck that. What you do is you caramelize your onions first. Is 2021. Okay, caramelize your fucking onions. And no, it doesn't take five minutes. Right. Put them on the stove an hour before you fucking want to start cooking. Put them on there on low and caramelize your fucking onions. Make your Salisbury steak. It's going to blow your ass off. Right. And this is why people do fast food. Because they're like, I don't want to caramelize onion for an hour before I can even cook. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I'm very privileged that I I am I can work at home and I can put my onions on that I can go work on my computer in the kitchen, right? Right. Hey, the onion cooker. Uh, that's if you had to pick one way of describing me. <laughs> that would be it. You know, I saw That's the only one. Yeah, I mean, I I can think of other ones, but like if we're talking about ones that I would tell my mom. <laughs> I I saw a, a great meme the other day. Actually, I think somebody posted it in our Discord. And if you're not yet a member of our Discord, that's patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. It's basically a chat room where we hang out with our friends and other people that listen to the show. And this this meme was, it was a picture of some onions and some garlic and some olive oil. And it said, the that smells good, what are you cooking starter pack? <laughs> 
So, what did you learn today about fast foods? Lums, baby. It ain't just burgers. We've got beer-steamed hot dogs. <laughs> well, they failed, but we had beer-steamed hot dogs. What hath capitalism wrought? Free market determined that we didn't want beer-steamed hot dogs. Uh, the invisible hand of the free market failed to reach for the beer-steamed hot dog. And that, among many other reasons is why capitalism may have survived economically, but has failed us as people. Right, right. You know what hasn't failed us as people, Natalie? Cory Grella! Cory Grella, she's so swella. She likes to sponsor our podcast, Aroa. <laughs> and she likes a beer-soaked hot dog. She loves a beer-soaked hot dog, and that's not even in the top 10 of her best qualities. We're going to get to those. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, and stay tuned is funny because what uh, the idea of that is that you would have a radio dial and then when you got to the end of the show, you would you would move the radio dial to find something else. But then they'd say, stay tuned. Like, <laughs> don't change the can, dial. Yeah. Continue to tune. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Continue to stay in tune. Now, <laughs> if you want a place that's always in tune with your needs, Natalie. Harlem Township. Harlem, Ohio. One of the nicest townships in Ohio. One of 16 townships in Delaware County. I looked it up the other day. Are there 16 townships in Delaware County? Uh, townships are small. And, that, and then Delaware's in Delaware County, too. Yeah. And so is Powell. Yeah, I mean, there's it, this Columbus Zoo is there, but it's not as nice Damn. as Harlem Township, which is not a zoo. How much do you fit in fucking Delaware? It's like a fucking clown car. You know, the whole state of Ohio, Natalie... There's 88 counties. Sure. Each county has its own little government. It's got its roads. God you damn. know, if you're Delaware County, you've got Harlem Township. That might make you the nicest county of all. Now, if you wanted to get your food fast from one point to another, you wouldn't use the USPS. It's been corrupted and is in the process of being destroyed. But you would include a packet from Hazel Technologies. Their technologies are going to make your food stay fresh, even if the inner workings of the government bungle one of the greatest successes the United States has ever had. Right. It's fucking ruining a classic Ben Franklin project like a bunch of dumb fucks. But with Hazel Technologies, your mangoes won't get ruined by the government like a bunch of dumb fucks. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Fresh berries... Fresh peaches, fresh pears, and fresh cabbage. Hazel Technologies is going to bring it to you. Listen, again, if you haven't subscribed, it's patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. We'd like to see you in the Discord, and you'd like to hear about 80 episodes you haven't heard yet. So stop by, check it out, and thanks again for listening. I love you. Good night. Goodbye.